The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, every... Am I on? It's not just on the sound, right? There we, oh, there we go. Oh, hi. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. Yep. As always, I'm joined by the barbecue broker. Yeah, dog. What's up? Hi, homie. What's up, my man? Nothing. Yeah. Gray, what's happening? Good times. Oh. So, um, exciting week last week. Joe got his pit. Joe got his pit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's badass. It's a beautiful <laughs> blue. Mm-hmm. That blue is nasty. Absolutely. Absolutely. Runs and purrs like, purrs like a kitten. We got that thing fired up nice. Just a simple charcoal, uh, you know, just a uh, chimney and two logs, two small logs to get it going. And one log every... Half hour after that, basically. That's right. Ben Ross, what's happening? <sighs> Speaking of, Mr. Newland, how hey, are you? Ryan. Uncle Steve. Dutchie. What's up, Uncle Stevie? Yeah, we had a good time. Freaking me and Uncle Steve. We did a little, took, he took me around late night once. I was walking around random tents at Houston, showing me these badass tents, with VIP areas and stages and that's one smooth cat right there. Oh, yeah. You know? Schmitty, what's happening, John? TBC in the house. Big Rome, K, your brother Randy, Mike C. What's Woo-hoo. up, boys? They're all coming out today. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah. What do you say we get rolling here? I say we get rolling. Today's episode brought to you by everybody's favorite uncle, Uncle Steve Shake. If you ever wonder why no one's coming to your barbecues, but they're going to Chrissy's. Because Chrissy's using Uncle Steve's shake, and apparently you're not. Which means one thing, Chrissy. You better get you some. Damn straight Uncle Steve's shake is handmade, uses only the finest ingredients, and comes in 12. That's it, 12 amazing flavors, including that dessert shake. Delicious. Uh, don't forget. What? The new... Sauce with no name. The new sauce with no name. Extremely limited batches. Let me say that first and foremost. On the website right now. It is on the website. Yep. Extremely small batches, so it's going to be so when he, when he gets around to making it, he gets around to making it. I mean, it so if I you have compliments, if it compliments to Rob, it just go nicely together, bottom line. If you can eat it, Uncle Steve has a shake for it. And if you have any shake questions, Uncle Steve has fantastic customer service. I'll walk you through all your shake needs. It's time to take your backyard and competition to that next level at Uncle Steve. Shake. Shake some on everything, my man. Everything. Today's nice. Everything. 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 (laughs) (laughs) This episode also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether we are barbecuing or not, we always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today we are smoking the Perdomo 20th anniversary. Yeah. Gordo. The Gordo 60 gauge. Delicious. Beautiful, beautiful. Big dogger. Yep. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. We get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. Yep. That's the number TwoGuysCigars.com. And we are also brought to you by... Backline Fabrication. Backline Smokers out of Austin, Texas. Mr. Ryan Newland. Putting out some of the best one-off custom smokers I've ever laid eyes on. Offset smoke. You know, we're looking for a catering pit. 500-gallon comp pit, um, live fire devices. I mean, this guy is throwing down. No two pits look the same. Possibilities are endless. And he puts his heart and soul into everything. It's a one-man shop. Every square inch fabricated by Ryan, welded by Ryan. You just don't get that with some of the big guys out there. So check him out. Backline Fabrication and Smokers out of Austin, Texas. Also brought to you by one of our newest members to the family. Magna Chef Gloves, which mm-hmm. I can. Completely dropped the freaking ball today. 
Totally forgot my gloves as well. Yeah. So it's not well, just you. Woke up this morning to no power and then got to work and realized I didn't have my backpack and which has all the gloves in it. So Oh, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll call the friend. barbecue broker. And I'll have call him the bring. barbecue broker and he'll hook it up, bring his pair. But oh, I yeah, to. I got it, dog. Yep. Okay. That's Anywho, Magnus that. Chef Gloves. Guys, Al knows a little something about Fire management, he's Miami Dade firefighter. He has designed these gloves yep. for form, function, all that. 500 degrees. Up to 500 degrees, these he can handle. Magnetic clips for easy on and off. Mm-hmm. Dishwasher safe, 100% food grade silicone. Yep, 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 yep. And most importantly, America. Made right here in the USA. You got it. America. Yeah, America. You know, so. Head to magnuschef.com. That's M A G N E C H E F dot com. Yep. Order yourself a pair or two or three. Keep one in your barbecue trailer, one for the backyard, one for the kitchen, all the time. Promo code. Promo code. Thank you, Christy. <laughs> Royal21 at checkout. Get you 15% off. off. That is Royal21. And, and also, our actual very, very newest member of the family. Very newest member, custom cutting boards are us.com. Our buddy Ian Hemming out of Magnolia, Nolia. Texas, yes, sir. is making some of the best, toughest, wildest cutting boards on the market today. These boards take me. I've had mine for almost four years now, mm-hmm. and it is still perfect. You have the dishwasher board, so your standard countertop size. Yep. The R- massive brisket, brisket board, board, 36 by 18. Which I got the black with the red grooves engraved, custom engraved. Yeah, custom engraving available. Huge. I got the white one. It is laser cut. It's incredible. Awesome. Yep. The, the rubber disc on the bottom, yeah. so no slip, you nothing. Have to throw rubber gloves or wet cloth there. under there anymore. It just yep. stays where it is. Then the new pizza board. It's magic. I got to get one of these. Oh, it's, it's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. My, my daughter loves it because she knows exactly where to cut. Where to cut. Yeah. And she and it gives you a nice groove. Perfect slices every time. Every time. Absolutely. So check them out at customcuttingboardsrus.com. That is the letter R-us.com. <clears throat> Great new website, yeah. by the way. Yes. Great yes, yes, yes. So, so we're coming full circle to this whole Houston thing. No, we were actually coming full circle to a, about two or three weeks before the Houston thing. Right. And then that's when this was booked. And, then, and lo and behold, he, he goes and pulls what he did down there in Houston. And I he, met him. Yes, now let me throw a little, little salt and pepper on the fire. When I first met CJ, and Ken introduced us, and he's like, like yeah, you're on the podcast in a couple weeks, so I guess John already booked you or whatever. And you're like, yeah, that's cool. He says, like, oh, you know, if I, if I get a walk, we'll have something interesting to talk about. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Did he get a walk? Yeah, you can say this. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, in, it's an honor to speak with this gentleman today. Great guy, true gentleman in all aspects of the word. From Mama and Papa Joe's barbecue, Papa Joe himself, the one and only Mr. Clarence Joseph. What's up, CJ? What's up, dude? What's happening, fellas? How are y'all doing this evening, man? Oh, it's, it's an absolute it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, I'm honored that you guys uh extended this invite. And like you said, uh coincidentally, <laughs> uh, this invite was uh, extended oh, I don't know, 10 10 or so days before Houston, man. Great to be here. Yep. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, now obviously, we're going to get into all that beautiful hardware that in banners behind you. <laughs> but first and foremost, a question we always start out with. So who is Clarence Joseph, and how did your barbecue journey begin? Wow. Uh, <laughs> Clarence Joseph is a... Uh, Man, I'm a husband foremost, uh, retired military, uh, beautiful wife uh, uh, of uh, 36 years, uh, Mama Joe Alicia. Uh, 
we met way back in in college, man. Uh, and you know, it was one of those things. Uh, I'd already been, uh, I'd already found a love for barbecue. Uh, I definitely wasn't doing it at the level I'm currently doing it, but uh, you know, I was still kicking things around in the backyard, whether it be boiling ribs or whatever the case might be. <laughs> so, yeah, so so those seeds were already planted. And as time moved along, you know, I joined the military. I did 21 plus years, man, traveled the world. Uh, retired uh, from the military in, in 06. And uh, mom and I came back to San Antonio and uh, I worked for the military teaching in the officer basic course uh, right here at Fort Sam Houston, okay. but found myself doing pretty much what I was doing on active duty. You know, some of the things that uh, led me to retire. And I gave that up after about uh, a year and a half, almost two years of doing that uh, and went into a, I, I'm just, I've always just had a love for instructing, coaching, teaching, training. Uh, and uh, I went ahead and, and uh, secured my my teaching certificate, and I started teaching U.S. history in, uh, in the public school system. Really loved that. But around, those same around that same time, I watched my first episode of uh, Pit Masters. And this, this was 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Saw my first episode of Pitmaster. A buddy and I sat down together and watched that. And immediately, uh, you know, we kind of had, we both kind of had the same feeling. This was something we could get into. You know, and I often tell people it's a lot, it's a lot, I'm not going to say safer. It's a lot more comfortable, comfortable getting into a competition game with a partner. Mm -hmm. You know, you can share responsibilities. You can share uh, costs uh, until that point comes when uh, you you two decide you you're going to go your separate ways. And my buddy and I, man, we kicked things around and we uh, we competed uh, from t uh, 2010 uh, till uh, the end of 2011, so two years. And at that point, we had both gotten our feet wet. We were on on fairly firm ground in terms yeah. of the comp circuit. And we went our separate ways. And uh, that was the start, 2012, with the start of uh, Mama and Papa Joe. You know, uh, and uh, man, it's been, it has been a ride that uh, I never imagined. You know, some of the things that barbecue has allowed Mama and I to do and see and to be a part of uh, is just uh, something absolutely special. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, you know, you know, then... The, the people you meet, you know, and the oh, relationships man. you build from it, you know, it's... Such a welcoming... It's a beautiful... It's a beautiful... Family, family you know what I mean? The barbecue family. Very welcoming. Mm -hmm. You know, you know uh, that that is uh, often never mentioned, man. You know, out there uh, at an event, uh, while you may be competitors, if my neighbor is uh, is lacking something they need, uh, to to complete their day, you know, if I've got it, they've got it, and mm -hmm. vice versa. Yep. Even though we're competitors, man, if if he needs something and I have it, uh, he's got it, and vice versa. So it it it's an absolute family, yep. and uh, you know, I, I often tell people, I said night. I never imagined, but ninety five percent of my contact, my daily communications, my daily interactions have to do with barbecue folks <laughs> yeah you know uh man uh where that came from and 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 it, it, it takes me back to uh after i retired from the military uh and all my buddies still on active duty as they started to transition to other duty stations you know i found myself lacking that that group of guys that all of us have to hang out with you know uh the cigar parties the dominoes uh, the 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 fantasy football. I mean, all that. Uh, my boys just disappeared, man. And I was looking for something to fill that 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 void, that hole that I had. And uh, barbecue, man. Oh, it was a blessing that that I never knew would turn turn 
into a uh, a real blessing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where we are today, man. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Let's see. I kind of felt that same way, you know, like you, all my buddies I grew up with <clears throat> from your hometown. And, you know, you're hanging out and some buddies from college. Everyone starts having kids. Next thing you know, you're barely seeing your, your, your buddies. And then, you know, you start hanging out with the people in your town and, you know, your kids, friends, parents, yada, yada. And But then you find yourself getting away. And, and, and for me, that was, and for you even, that was barbecue was like my sanctuary. And I was doing that. And thank God yeah. I found my, you know, Chris and Kevin and, and you. And I wouldn't have found you without New England, the whole New England Pitmaster group. And, you know, that brought us all together. And that... That made that allowed, I feel, me to do what I love on the weekends, but I have to be alone. <laughs> you yeah. know, hang out and hang out with your boys. Everyone's yeah. doing what they yeah. love. We're getting barbecue therapy together because you're spending eight, ten, twelve hours <laughs> together. Sometimes pulling over, you know, doing overnighters, and and and, and you love it. And I was feeling I I was missing something, even though I still had my hometown buddies and i could still talk to them and stuff i was missing something you know mm-hmm. and barbecue filled that too because i too same as us we 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 watched the barbecue pitmasters mine was probably around 2011 2012 when i started watching it and that man, the, the old, that kicked the fire hey, under my ass you know yeah i can do i bet i can do this i'm like wait i'm, <laughs> I'm like i'm doing this right now you know as i'm using my electric brinkman sitting at 225 <laughs> with the heat rod on the ceramic rocks <laughs> on the bottom throwing in chunks of, of of oak like this and hickory and, and mesquite and just just white smoke billowing out you know i'm like i could do that yeah <laughs> let's see here we got eric what's happening junior marty Joe, what's happening? Eric, Mac, we get that the boys are coming in strong. Junior flexing his hat, the barbecue broker hat got the other day. Yeah. So with with the, with as far as the competitions go, CJ, you know there's you know trials, tribulations, you know successes and errors on every aspect of it. What were a couple? Uh, you, you got a funny story of like your first couple competitions of something you did that you thought you were doing right and wound up doing completely wrong? Um, but, man, you know, uh, one of my favorite stories has to do with our very first competition. And it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Uh, it wasn't anything really shocking. But just the fact that, uh, you know, your first competition – uh, you you think you're a serious backyard uh, cook, uh, and 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 we were just looking for something, just a a hint of evidence that we would be able to do this, compete with these guys. You know, we show up, uh, and I I had scouted the uh, the IBCA calendar, and we were looking for a smaller cook off to uh, to be our first in 2010. And we picked one based on the previous year's history. The previous year had 30 teams. And I was like, all right, that's small enough. You know, we go out there. We had a uh, a Weber kettle, a WSM, and a little $25 uh, Aussie grill. Mm-hmm. Well, we get out there, man, and we see the, the massive trailers, the 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 submarine type uh, offset pits and I'm like wow <laughs> <laughs> you know uh and I'm a little bit shook uh so I'm the first to arrive at that event uh my buddy doesn't show up for uh man maybe another five six seven hours uh it's getting late that uh that Friday and I have to start prepping uh and the one and only time I prepped out on site man at a cook-off is that first time I didn't know any better. We know the yep. summertime flies everywhere. <laughs> uh, it was it was a hot mess. Yep. You know we make it through uh, Friday. Uh, we get to cooking Saturday. Uh, again, just don't know any better. I picked up like a two pound flat brisket flat, and a uh, and a full packer. Uh, throughout the cook, uh, things aren't going very well. Uh, we manage a decent-looking rib. Uh, just before turning, man, uh, the brisket fl- uh, the brisket uh, packer isn't anywhere near finished. Uh, we've got that little flat 
we throw it on the Aussie grill. We get some some color on on each side. You know, we slice it up, put it in the box. I look back at some pictures from that cook-off, that very first cook-off, and compare to what I turned into today, man, and it is it there's no comparison. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know, it, I mean, it was it was pure comedy. Yeah. But you know, uh, it was pure comedy. But to get to the point that I'm making, uh I cut off the wingtip. I didn't know any better. I think our chicken got DQ'd. Uh, back then, uh, you had to have uh, wingtips. You know, I always did. Oh. I always cut off wingtips at home. Yeah. So I just, I just did that that first cook off. So okay. I think our, our chicken got DQ for no wingtip. Mm. Uh, we get to ribs, and lo and behold, man, we get called for a sixth place rib. Okay. Uh, my buddy, my partner, is kind of reserved. You know, he doesn't want to come up. Uh, <clears throat> and this turned out to be a huge cook off. They're like. 70 odd teams, man. Uh, 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 a ridiculous amount of people at the awards ceremony, a huge stage that you had to go up to. And they get called for a sixth place. Uh, we get called for a sixth place rib, and I am losing my mind. I'm talking, I'm hooping and hollering. If I could do flip, if I could do flips, I've been flipping all, all the way to the stage, man. Yes, you know, and I know people are looking at me, this big ball guy. Uh, what the heck is he happy, so happy about a sixth place call, you know? Uh, but they just didn't understand. I was just looking for just that, just a little bit of encouragement, man, that we could that we could compete with some of these guys. Uh, my partner doesn't even go to the stage with me. He makes me go up there alone. He's so reserved, you know, he's so chill. Uh, so they get the call in ribs, and what do you know? We get a ninth place rib call. Our ribs had uh, our brisket man had to be about three inches in width. <laughs> I look at those pictures today uh, in the box. They look so lonely, but uh, I don't know. They made they got a ninth place call, uh, and uh, I couldn't have been any happier. You know, I could not have been any happier. And at that point, I really felt like this is going to be a lot easier than the, than I thought. I said, if we're getting two walks in our first one, uh, it's only going to get better. Uh, and needless to say, we probably went another eight cookoffs without a walk. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, so, but you caught uh, the bug. You caught the bug, those, though. You yeah, the those bug. are the good and the bad of uh, your first cookoff, man. You get that false sense of accomplishment real quick, but uh, 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 cookoffs are quick to bring you back to earth. It's really no different than golf. I mean, you know, oh yeah. yeah. You know, chip, you know, you're slicing, slicing, dicing. And next thing you know, you hit that bomb. That one, that one shot that brings you back. Bomb. It's like a, it's like a 350-yard hole. You just hit 335. One, you're on in two. Screw up the rest. And then, I'm, and then I'm you never sit. playing this game. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a second. Hold on here. And then you feel great, and then you're freaking six putt in on the green. You're like, what the hell? Ah, double bogey. Right, he goes on in two. You know. Uh, so so, so what, what, what year was that first competition? 2012? That first comp was 2010. Oh, 2010. 2010. Oh, 2010. Yeah, that yeah. first comp was 2010. Before my um, And my buddy and I continued to cook, man, uh, that year. Uh, and, you know, we got those two walks, but, man, we did not realize how far we were away from competing with, with, with these guys that had been doing this a while, yeah. these guys that were being successful. You know, uh, we didn't come any close. We didn't come anywhere close to winning an event that year we managed a few other walks but we didn't come uh close to uh to winning an event uh, uh that first year uh our second year uh you know we were at uh event in houston and uh that friday man we just walking around enjoying meeting people and we ran up on a uh a uh a mexican team that were partying big time you know the cooks were trashed, but they had food set out. And they were like, ah, go ahead, man. Eat, eat, eat. And I remember sampling uh, their brisket. And I was, and this was a brisket that they cooked to feed the public or to entertain their guests. Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, wow. I mean, I remember being blown away. And these guys, you know, they 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 were oiled up. They were their lips were loose. And we just got to talking. And I was like, man, uh, what what you know, what do you do with this brisket? And uh they started explaining uh, you know, where they, their slices came from, what part of the brisket, this, that, the other. Uh, and I realized in my uh my buddy and I, man, we were so into the symmetrical slices, the beautiful slices, we never bothered to think about turning in anything from the point. So we were turning in just flat, trying to get those okay. pretty slices. Uh, so that Saturday, we went ahead and did our cook, man, and uh, we adjusted where our slices came from. And what do you know? We had a uh, we had a second place brisket and our first grand championship that Saturday. Wow. And uh, I and I tell this story, uh, you know, uh, as as sort of uh, advice for new cooks that as you get to a cook off, man, don't be afraid to walk around and talk to some of the more experienced cooks. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to stop in, you know, as long as you're not uh, interrupting or uh, stopping in when they're in the middle of something. Uh, 99% of cooks out there, man, are willing to sit down, share, answer questions, give you advice. Uh, so don't be afraid to take that time Friday to move around and meet some guys. Uh, you can get some quality information. Most cooks are going to give you the best information that they have. Nice. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, you know, that wasn't, you know, when we had talked to Cosmo, because, you know, that wasn't how it was in the early days. <laughs> you know, no one would tell you nothing. But, you know, it started opening up and, you know, yeah. and it's the old, okay, here's all my tricks. Mm -hmm. Good luck. You still got to yeah. beat me with them. Still got to do it. You know, you still got to yeah. pull it off, yeah. you know, when it comes right down to it. You know, and, you, you got a little secret here and a little secret here, but, yeah. you know. And, and and that's where my instructing comes in, you know, because lots of times people are saying, man, you're not giving these students exactly what you're doing, man. I said, man, if I want these students to go out there and tell somebody else about uh, our class, I've got to give them the best that I got. I've got to wow them at that class. When they're eating those, uh, those products that we cook in the class, they've got to walk away saying, wow, I can see why they've been successful, you know. Uh, because I want them to go out there and tell a friend. And then those students have got to turn around using that info that I gave them, those that technique, and then uh, start start doing well up in their comp game. Uh, word of mouth. So uh, I can't afford to hold anything back, man. And uh, if, if anybody out there has watched any of our competition uh, videos that we put on YouTube free of charge, uh, it is awesome content. I can't go yep. to, we can't go to a cook-off now without somebody coming up telling us uh, how much they've learned from our videos, how much our videos have uh, helped them out. And this is free content, man, that I just feel that, you know, at this point in our uh, cook-off career or cook-off journey, uh, that, that man, I am going to give back. Uh, when I'm done with this, uh, when we're done with this game uh, completely, and I don't know if there'll ever be a completely, Yeah, you know, we might, we might step back at some point, but uh, I don't think we'll ever be gone completely, but I want people to be able to say, man, CJ uh, really, really uh, did something to help cooks. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. We learn a lot of things on a daily basis, but applying what we learn sometimes is not always the case. Yeah, <laughs> you don't always apply me that shit. I've learned so many different things in my real estate barbecue creative different things. You either sometimes apply them, sometimes you don't. And just because you apply them doesn't mean you're going to apply them the same way that guy did. Yeah, Maybe exactly. You're, you're applying that. exactly. You're applying it from a different angle, from a different view. Yeah, it's not always this. Not always going to be the same. But you're not. A, you're not. A, you know what? What you said to your point before. You know, you're not afraid to tell people. Th uh, you know, things or tricks or give them advice or at a competition, <clears throat> someone's injector breaks or this or that. You know, you're like, here. You know, use this. You know, you want them. You want to beat them, but you want to beat them at their best. And not only that. But it's expensive, and you know it's expensive. To come all that way to have your injector break or to, to, to be short on something, you know, I, you just can't help feel bad for that person because at the end of the day, you're all barbecue family. 
and you want to yes, beat him, like, you want yes, to beat him at your yeah. best. You want to beat yep. him at your best. Yep. You know? Hey, Lance, what's happening? Oh, the dog father, <clears throat> brother Alton. Hell yeah, what's up, brother? You know, last year we did our first uh, New England Pit Masters barbecue. Kevin, uh, Chris, and I, C-Mac, we did our first uh, KCBS competition. <clears throat> 30 teams, and everybody knew we were, the, we were the brand new team. Like, everybody. You know, the lights were on us. We had the biggest smoker there. Too big, 500 gallon. My catering pit, I, we, we towed that monster in, and... You know, everyone laughed, like, yeah, it's a cool pit, but, you know, it's way too big for competition. We're like, I know, I know, but it's just all we kind of had to bring at the moment. But everyone was coming over, offering their help. Come over to our tent if you want me to show you how to, you know, trim the pork butt, you know. All these different things, all the different tips, willing to help, because we needed it. We didn't yeah, know. We, yeah. we still don't know jack shit, you know, but we're playing, and, mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're going to do our best. But we learned so much from that one competition, from everyone coming over and helping. It was humbling as hell, I'll tell you that. Oh, now, for sure. That, that's, that's family right there, man. That's barbecue family. Uh, San Antonio Rodeo, a uh, couple of three weeks, uh, or January, end of January. Uh, huge cook-off, very competitive cook-off. You know, I'm walking around Friday and uh, – Quality cook, he invites me into his trailer as he's doing his prep. Uh, and I go into the trailer. He's got a beautiful brisket uh, already trimmed, uh, awaiting injecting. And I just noticed something on the brisket that I was like, oh, man, if he made this adjustment, uh, he could get uh, slices from so much better in area. And, uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't ever want to come across as a know-it-all mm-hmm. or my way is the best way. And uh, I say, man, uh, can, I, can I show you something? Can I tell you something? And uh, he, was, he was more than receptive. Long story short, I, I made a couple of adjustments to his brisket trim. Uh, and uh, and Duke, uh, three hundred teams. Uh, his brisket finished uh, so far up there, allowed him to finish in the in the top ten. Beautiful. Right? Uh, and he learned something uh, that I know to uh, to uh, to this date he's going to continue trimming his brisket in in that manner. Yeah. So uh, even though again I was competing against that 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 young man. I had no problem, uh, man, giving him the best advice that I could give him at that particular time. His brisket beat my brisket. Yeah. And the fact of the San Antonio, you know, you you kind of earned the right of knowing (laughs) a little something about the San Antonio (laughs) Livestock Rodeo Barbecue Comp of – uh, I know 2020, and if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. also 2015, if I'm not mistaken, yes. uh, both years grand champion of the San Antonio. Wow. Yeah. Was it that uh, first place brisket in 2020? Uh, yes. First place brisket got us the uh, and then uh, the, the GC after a... Uh, after a fifth place rib call, that was it. Fifth place ribs. Yep, yep, yeah. That's a badass win right there, dude. That's like, I, a, that's like a, that's a know, trifecta. You got the the you got a, a call for the ribs. You got a win for the brisket, and you got a grand, grand. Whew. Damn. So this RGC was just like, oh no 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 no. This what? this RGC, yeah, has a. If I'm not after listening to CJ's live, he had with um, Daddy Dutch. Chef yeah. Johnny and Uncle Steve, this this grand has a little extra meaning to him from the first time he cooked Houston, if I'm not mistaken. It oh. it it definitely does, Do man. Tell. Uh, Do tell. You know, uh, to qualify for Houston, if you're not one of the established teams mm-hmm. that has had a spot for years and years. Yeah. Now, Houston, uh, let me interrupt yeah. for just one second. Houston Livestock Show. Has a uh, if I'm not mistaken has a ten year waiting list. Yes, Uncle Steve said to, that. for a, uh, a comp team to get in. Yep. Yep. So 
they people want in on this. So you think yeah. is it in, it's invite only? I would assume then. For, yeah. For... Yeah. Pretty much. You know, uh, you just can't uh, show up, fill out an application, pay an entry fee, and, and walk in like you can with ninety nine percent of the other cookouts. Uh, all these spots are are sold. They're owned. They're handed down uh, from from father to son to mm-hmm. grandson and and so on. So that that waiting list is uh, ridiculous. So outside of being a hired hand to cook for a team, which I'm not I'm not a fan of. Uh, you know, mom and I work hard to create our brand, and we'd rather not go cook for somebody else. Yep. Uh, so outside of uh, cooking for somebody else, there are uh, several cookoffs out there that you can win that that are qualifiers. They will get you a uh, a uh, spot at Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, the American Royale, the Jack Daniels, Memphis in May, uh, Austin Rodeo. Uh, I'm probably leaving a few out. So, what do you have to out. win? Do you have to get a, a a grand or reserve, or do you have to win and win? No, it has, has to be a grant. Has to be a grant. So, if you get the grand at any of those, then you yes. get to. Okay. Then you get a you get a spot to Houston. Okay. So, uh, fortunately, like you guys mentioned earlier, we were able to get uh, a, a grand. Uh, in 2015 at the San Antonio Rodeo, which gave us a uh, an invite to Houston in 2016, and uh, man, it at that at that stage it was it was massive, you know, it was massive at that point in our cooking journey, and uh, I remember going to Houston, wanting to do well so badly, wanting to do well so badly, man that. I I completely uh, just overlooked one of the the things that I preach to new cooks. You know, uh, when you go to an event, don't try to do too much, man. Just do what you normally do. Mm. You know, I remember uh, uh, after the fact. You know, this was after everything had been turned in. That I sat back, uh, nursing my my bruised ego, uh, uh, nursing my pride. And looked at uh, at what I'd done that day, and realized just how far I'd strayed away from what I normally do. You know, adding a little bit extra of everything. Uh, and Mama will tell you, man. At the end of the day, I I took I, I lined the trash can up against the side of my uh, working table and just shoved everything off that table into that trash can. You know, I'm talking about quality meats uh, because I was just so disappointed. And, uh, man, one of the great things about being a, a head cook, you know, that you're responsible you're responsible for, for everything, good, bad, and ugly. Mm-hmm. And uh, at, that, at that day, uh, there was nobody to blame. Uh, nobody to blame. The way they did awards that... Uh, not awards, the way they did the uh, the finalists at Houston back then, each individual category, they would come. Back then, only champions row. Those qualifiers were allowed to cook uh, the three meats. All of the other hundreds of uh, teams, were, they had to choose one meat to cook. Oh. So, so they actually came to champions row Three times with those finalist banners to let you know you were a final. And uh, I didn't, I, I was not happy with what we turned in, but you know, still in the back of your mind, man, you're hoping, you're praying that uh, that you get lucky. Yep. And uh, each time they come, man, it'd be a huge, uh, an entourage. They got the banners with them, the finalist banners. They open that gate. And they walk in and you're like, please stop at my tent. And you know, chicken. Uh, they're they're hollering, they're hooping, and they walk right past uh mom and papa Joe and go go to Iowa Smoky D's, or they go to uh Tuffy Stone, uh, or to Burnt Bean, Ernest Cervantes. Yeah. And each each time they did that, they made that walk, man, and 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 walk past us, it was like Ah, it, it it was like a stab, uh, a knife to the chest, man. And uh, we, I suffered that three times. And you know, uh, as as time passed, I I told mom, I said, mom, if we ever get 
another chance to cook Houston, it's going to be a different story. Mm. And by different story, you know, I never, <clears throat> I never meant we're going to win it. The different, I never uh, meant we're going to RGC. I just meant that we were going to cook our stuff and uh, get beaten uh, on our best day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, like you mentioned earlier, man, we were fortunate enough to win uh, San Antonio Rodeo in twenty twenty, and uh, because of COVID, there wasn't uh, a Houston in in 2021 so uh that carried over to 2022 and uh we went there uh, a couple of weeks ago man and uh we're very happy with our cook very happy so uh it was the, the absolute the total opposite of 2016 we were thrilled with everything we turned in and uh you know we just knew uh like most times man it's a crapshoot and you just hope you get a little lucky uh, on the judging table. But I always tell students, I always tell students, I said, if you're happy with what you turned in, if you turned in what you set out to turn in, man, that is half the battle. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I, I, I say you're going to feel so much better as opposed to knowing you turn in uh, something uh, lesser than you planned on. So we were there and uh, that was already half the battle. Uh, this time, uh, the way they did the finalists, because everybody's cooking all three meats, uh, they brought all three uh, finalist banners to your camp at the same time. And, uh, you know, Champions Corner, man, your Champions Roll, you're you're hanging out with uh, the best of the best. Mm-hmm. These guys uh, put in work, won massive grand championships to be sitting on, on, that, uh, on that spot. And uh, we actually thought that brisket was our – Best shot. So they uh, said we've got the, the finalist banner. There's, uh, I believe, one finalist banner for uh, for brisket, and uh, you know, my fingers are crossed. They're in my pocket, so I'm hiding them, but they're crossed. <laughs> 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 and uh, it wasn't us. It wasn't us. Uh, I believe it was. Uh, I want to say Brad from. Uh, What's Brad? No. Uh, oh. Based. What a. Ah, uh, I cannot remember the name. Cool guy, man. Awesome guy. But uh, it wasn't us. And then uh, they called the second one. Wasn't us. And uh, the second gentleman had two other banners. And he calls chicken. And. Uh, Man, I hate the fact that they don't say Mom and Papa Joe. They say San Antonio. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, that, so he says, uh, and San Antonio, I'm thinking, well, there might be a couple of different people, people from San yeah. Antonio. I mean, my mind is just going crazy. Uh, but he said, Clarence Joseph. And at that point, we could have hooked up the trailer, the pit, <laughs> and I could have headed home because – uh, the weekend was complete, man. The weekend was complete. Uh, there was there was just a sense of uh, redemption, the sense of that that stink of uh, 2016 being being washed off of me with that finalist uh, call. And finalist just means that you made top ten. It doesn't indicate uh, any spe- uh, specific uh, placement. Okay. Okay. So uh, the gentleman is holding one other banner, man. And he looks away. Uh, he did the old look away. Oh. Uh, I guess he thought he was Magic Johnson or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, uh, ribs. And boom, man. Uh, San Antonio, Clarence Joseph. And wow. Yep. Now my mind is blown. Yeah. You know, now my mind is blown. Uh and in the past, uh, because I've only cooked it, uh, this was our second time, I've never paid much attention to what the, the the GCs and the reserve GCs, what kind of placements they had. Mm. Uh, but uh, as we moved around, man, there were people saying, man, two, uh, two finalists, that gives you a real chance, you know, uh, to be uh, in, in one of those top two spots. And I started thinking about it. And I was like, wow. And then it goes back to brisket. Now, all we need to have is a solid brisket. 
a brisket in that 20, 20th place range, I kept thinking. And because I thought our brisket was our best shot, I really, really felt that our brisket had to be up in that uh, very close to that 20th place. Uh, if it since it wasn't uh, since it's outside the, the top ten, and man, uh, it uh, when they did the awards, not a fan of how they do their awards, you know, not a fan of how they do their awards, especially because uh, seven individuals from each category won't get that recognition up on stage. Mm-hmm. They only announce the top three from each category. So you've got seven other individuals uh, that that they don't they don't get to stand there and you know uh, get the the attaboys from the crowd and and from everybody else, uh, but uh, that's that's a story for uh, somebody else to figure out. They only announced the top three. Uh, we weren't top three in uh, in any of the three categories, but because we had two walks, uh, you know. I still have uh, held out hope that uh, we would be one of those final two, man. And uh, they they call first place brisket, and now it's time to announce reserve and grand and and grand. And uh, I mean, there are only two, so why not hope that you're that last call? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, he announces San Antonio, and. Uh, for a millisecond, I'm disappointed. <laughs> and before I can realize I'm disappointed, I am on cloud nine. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. For oh. a millisecond, man, I'm on cloud nine. I want that bow-legged trophy behind me. <laughs> yeah. Show us that. Bring yeah. that in. Bring that yeah. closer right now. Bring that, bring that trophy in. <laughs> Bring that trophy in, man. Because you, you were probably it's expect- heavy. You it's were- heavy. Ah, <laughs> yeah, dog. You were probably yeah. expecting in the back of your head, Mama yeah. and Papa. Oh. You know, and next thing you know, you know, you yeah. know, San Antonio, Boom. like, damn, you know, it, and then, oh shit, that that's beautiful. I, I don't think there's a a serious competition cook that doesn't have something, uh, to one of these trophies on their bucket list. You know, I'm not one of those. I'm not going to put a grand championship of a an event on my bucket list because I know, man, that's so difficult. But a trophy, you know, uh, which would come with a, fir- a first, a second, or a third, that's a bucket list. You know, one of those bow-legged trophies. Mm. I, I absolutely wanted one of those uh, to add, uh, to, to put into the mix of what we have here at the house. Awesome. So, uh, man, uh, what a good at that point... Uh, I couldn't ask for anything else. Yeah, I absolutely could not ask for anything else. Uh, and the the only part that was a downer was that Mama was not there. Yeah. Uh, to 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 celebrate, man, to get some of these pictures uh, uh, for our uh, for our memories. But uh, man, uh, it, it 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 was cool. Uh, and 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 the fact, you know, Houston is not like uh, a lot of the cook-offs we do where we've got, we know everybody. At cook at Houston, there are just so many cooks that only do one or two events a year yep. that you don't know. Uh, and the, the way the crowd reacted, a lot of them have seen Mama and Papa Joe's videos. So uh, they kind of know us without personally knowing us. Uh, the way they reacted, the way they cheered and whatnot, man, uh, it, it made it uh, very special. Made it very special. 254 teams, I believe that yeah. was. Amazing. Awesome. What an amazing job, man. Yeah. Congrats once again, brother. That's- but damn, this is what I'm saying. I'm still looking at the clock. I'm like, shoot. Sorry at that time. Chrissy's about to throw a uh, <laughs> spit lawn dots out of us. CJ, we're up against it. But, man, thank you so much for taking some time out. I'd love to set something up with you in the, in the near future and talk about what, it, what goes on uh, to put on a, a barbecue class. Because I know you actually have one coming up. Yes. And, uh, and from, what you, from what you were saying, it, it's a top-notch class. Was it 500? Uh, awards given from people who were taking your class? Yeah, uh, the alumni, we started giving our barbecue class in 2015. 
Uh, we we uh, we had to skip uh, 2021 because of COVID. Uh, but the alumni to date, the alumni of this class are going on 500 grand and reserve grand championships. So very effective class. Uh, you know, if I if if we have to toot our own horn, very effective <laughs> class, man. We've got some of the top, we've got some of the top uh, cooks out there right now, alumni of our class. Granted, uh, they may have taken some classes in addition. Uh, we still feel that Mom and Papa Joe has played a, uh, a significant role. Check us out. We'll be at the the, the uh, Barbecue Depot in the Broncos, April 15th and 16th. If anybody needs any additional information, man, please hit us up. We'll take care of you. Uh, you're going to take your game to the next level, I guarantee it. 99% of our students have definitely done that. If you're not able to take the class, Go check us out on YouTube, M-A-M-A-P-A-P-A. We've got a competition playlist that will get you going. We've got a competition playlist of free videos that will get you going. If that doesn't help, hit me up and, 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 and ask me what you might need to know, and I will give you the best information that I can. Awesome. All right, I'll give you a call later on. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, CJ. Like I said, thank you so much. It was an honor. You're a true gentleman in the barbecue world, yes, and thank you for everything you've done. Gentlemen, y'all enjoy it, man. It was an honor. I appreciate the invite. Uh, anytime uh, you guys want to holler at me, feel free. All, All right. right. Awesome. Hang, on Thanks, for Hang on one second. We'll close this out and be right back with you. Awesome. Amazing, man. Awesome guy. Awesome. Great guy. Another great guest. Even better dude in person. Yep. And uh, I'm just uh, privileged and humbled to say that I get to share a shot of Cavassier XO. With XO. That <laughs> That's right. Yes, sir. But oh, it awesome. was delicious. Chrissy, hit that music. Honey. Let's go, Chrissy. Let's roll <laughs> this out. Well, Next week. That's all, folks. Yep. We're back with our oh. brothers from Texas Barbecue Chapter, the one and only Big Kano. We'll Texas be joining Barbecue us. Chapter. That's going to be fun. Kano's a I love He Chris, is. Chris is great. I got, a, I got a chance to rip it up in the dance circle with that guy. Uh-huh. He's got some moves. There you go. Yep. Well, I'll, I'll ask him if we can show a video before the uh, <laughs> podcast starts. Let's go open up a little Kano dance video. We'll see what he says. Yep. Well, that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the podcast audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button, notification bell. We have all our episodes right there at your fingertips. On social media, check us out at all the links down below. Uh, Questions or comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, please... Subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Do it. Do it. Do it. Till next week. Keep Keep the the smoke smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.